Have you been thinking about launching a podcast for your business, but want to make sure that you're doing it with intention and that it's actually going to be worth your time? I am so excited to be hosting my Launch Your Podcast Funnel workshop. In this workshop, I'm gonna teach you what you need to have in place to launch a podcast designed to work for your business as a funnel with new leads and clients. The workshop will be live on May 16th. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions and get feedback, plus you'll walk away with clarity on how to start launching your podcast funnel. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash funnel, and I cannot wait to see you there and help you start your podcast journey. You know that I am all about transparency, and while I've been in this business a long time, I made some pretty big mistakes with my podcast this past year, and I wanted to share them today because I think it's really important that Not only I learn and grow from them, but that way you can learn and grow from them as well. So today I'm getting real and sharing them with you so you can avoid them and also keep your podcast growing too. Hi there, and welcome to Share, Strategize, and Shine. I'm your host, Caroline Hull, a podcast strategist and CEO of Wild Home Podcasting. I've built my entire career through podcasts by sharing my experience using strategic systems, and shining a light on the power of podcasting. If you are looking to cultivate leads for your membership, group program, or consulting services, I'm here to help you create a holistic and integrative podcast strategy that'll let your business thrive. Let's dive in. Oh my goodness. So as I'm recording this, I am literally on take three of this episode. I am not one of those people who will go back and fix things. I tend to just stop and delete the whole thing and start over. So that's exactly what is happening right now. I'm on take three. Anyways, it is that time of year where we are getting ready for Halloween. We're about to have our first snow in Colorado. And my business has just been picking up all this momentum I've got all these new offers coming up. We've refined a lot of offers that we already have, including the membership. My content is is just on point these days. I'm finally, I feel like, resonating with the right people again. And there's just a lot of momentum going. And so that brings me to the problem that we solved this week. As we are getting into the holiday season, you may be thinking to yourself, I'm going to need a break, and deservedly so. We all need a break, especially from this constant wheel of content creation, right? And I know for me and a lot of other people, you're looking at taking a break and you're going, but is this going to kill my momentum? Is this going to hurt me in the long run? How is this going to affect my listeners and all of those things? And we actually had a client who came to us, a monthly client, with the same problem. She was looking forward at her holiday schedule and she said, I want to take December off, but that doesn't feel right either. And so what are my options? And so I wanted to share those with you because I think this is a really important thing to note and to know that you can take a break. So one of my favorite things to do during a break to just keep that connection with your listeners going is to replay some of your favorite or most listened to episodes. And now we want to make sure that we're looking at the data when we're deciding which episodes we're going to replay. So take a look at your downloads. If you're posting them on YouTube, take a look at that. 
Even take a look at the content you shared on Instagram for your episodes and see which ones really seem to hit the mark. And I like to do stuff that's not fairly recent, maybe some episodes, you know, further back in the year that I felt like were super impactful. So pick some of those episodes and then you can schedule them as a replay. Now, the great thing about this is you've already done the show notes. You've already done all the graphics. You have all that stuff, hopefully. If you want, sometimes we'll have clients record a little intro for these episodes that we'll tack on the front that says, hey, I'm on a break. This is a replay. I hope you enjoy this episode. And then it'll go into the main episode. But here's the thing that I want you to do. So when you do these replay episodes, we do not want you to create a new blog post on your website for it. We do not want you to be creating new things. We want you to link back to the original episode. So that blog post you have on your blog from the first time you aired that episode, you're going to link everything in the replay to that. So we don't have to rewrite the show notes. We don't have to create a new blog post. It's already there, and we're just going to be bringing people back to that. And of course, there's so much value in also bringing people back into our website, right? The other thing that's really great about this is you can schedule everything ahead of time. And I'm talking like way ahead of time, like you're on break, you don't have to worry about anything because you have already created it. And so that's the beauty of this plan for your break is using something that you have everything for, being able to repurpose it and still keep that engagement, that connection with your listeners. And so if you're thinking about a break, but you're a little nervous about actually taking the time off, this to me is kind of a good compromise, a happy medium. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. That's the plan we put in place for our client. And that's the problem we solved this week. Okay, time to get real. (laughs) This year in general, and I know I've said it on a couple of podcast episodes, this year has been a tough year for me personally and with my business and my podcast. All of it has been hard. I had major surgery at the beginning of the year on my hip. My recovery did not go at all the way that I thought it would. In theory, still is not going the way that I thought it would. And we made some big shifts in my business and some good things happened, some not so good things happened. It just was like this huge snowball of like a lot of things went on this year. But one thing that I really struggled with this year was my podcast and In retrospect, like I can look back now and I can see what I did wrong. And then this isn't like, this isn't me putting myself down. I just want to like point that out. But there were definitely some mistakes that I made, things that I wasn't paying attention to that stunted the growth of my podcast. And so today I wanted to share those three mistakes with you. I think there may actually be a bonus mistake (laughs) because As we work in strategy with our clients, this is stuff that we talk about. I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase, the cobbler's children never have any shoes. Um, That probably aged me quite a bit. But there's this phrase, that phrase means that, you know, as a podcaster, I take care of everybody else's podcast and then I forgot to take care of mine. Just like the cobbler makes shoes for everyone else, but didn't make any for his own children, right? (laughs) So It's kind of the same thing. And I know I hear a lot of business owners talk about this as well. Like I've even heard social media managers who manage their clients' social media way better than their own. And I think that's just kind of part of being a service provider is we tend to put ourselves last. But I think I also fell prey to, I don't need to do anything because it's working. 
<laughs> like everything's working. I don't need to touch it. I don't need to do anything. And so I want to dig into these three mistakes that I feel like I made that led to an absolute stunt in my podcast growth. I even lost listeners, to be honest. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest about that. And so I'll share the mistakes and I'll also try and kind of talk about things that we've done to shift in the other direction and where that's landed me now. So the first thing that I did not do enough of was paying attention to the data. I'm sure somebody out there is going to hear this and they're going to resonate, but I am one of those people where if something feels hard or feels like it's not working, I tend to ignore it. (laughs) And that's not healthy. And I do that with a lot of things, but data is one of those things, numbers, you know? So one thing about my podcast was that my downloads started to fall. I think it was last spring. And I didn't really think anything of it, honestly. I looked at the data. I saw the downloads going down. And I didn't say to myself, okay, is this, is there something else that's going on? Or is this something that's happening with my podcast, my actual podcast? And I kind of let it keep going. And I didn't do anything to stop that momentum down. I didn't change anything. I didn't reevaluate anything. What I should have done when I started to see those downloads decrease was really take a look at my content and reevaluate my content and say, is it engaging? Am I repeating myself too much? Is this what my audience actually wants to hear from me? And I think we can all fall into this trap, especially when you're like, 200 episodes in, it gets hard sometimes when I'm sitting down for these solo episodes, figuring out how I'm going to come at this from a fresh perspective when I'm talking about it all the time here on the podcast and on Instagram. But the thing is, is if people are hearing the same thing over and over and over and over, they're going to stop listening. Because why should I listen to an episode if I'm just going to hear what I've already heard on the last three, right? I should have been paying more attention to the data and I should have dug into why it was happening. I pretty much let it happen to the point where it was like too late. Like there was there was no going back. And I let the numbers get really low. I'm talking into the teens before I said we need to change something. And I think that we had known that we needed to change something, but you know, we had a million other things going on and there's also seasons of life, right? But if I could go back and talk to Caroline like last May or last April, I would say It's really time to reevaluate your content. And so that's the first mistake that I kind of want to point out. Like your content could be great to you, but the fact of the matter is we're not creating the podcast for us. We're creating it for people that we want to work with. And so if you feel like it's not hitting the mark, take the time to figure out why and, and figure out what you can do instead. Obviously, we've restructured my podcast episodes We've added episodes. We've added content. I now script out my episodes, not a full script, but more so than I did before because it keeps me from being repetitive and it keeps me from focusing on the same key points. And so that's those are some things that we've put in place. And I'm going to tell you like right now, the end of this ends very happily. So everything that I'm saying that we've done to make a shift has indeed caused a shift, okay? So the second mistake that I made is that I got too complacent with my audience building. I think that it's really important to be constantly building your audience. I think the same thing applies for like an email newsletter list. 
And I actually really did not pay attention to either of those two things. I didn't pay attention to my listeners and I didn't pay attention to my email list. And unfortunately, how that has affected things is that now that I've tried to shift my business in a different direction, I don't have the audience to do that, right? I mean, eventually I will. But it wasn't like the results that I wanted because I didn't have enough people that I was talking to, right? I assumed that everybody who was listening to my podcast was always going to be listening to my podcast. And I assumed that everybody that was listening to my podcast was going to come back each week. What I should have been doing, because at this point, I was not visible in any way, shape, or form. I think I posted on Instagram a little bit, but that's not really visibility But I wasn't being on other podcasts. I wasn't networking with other business owners. I wasn't collaborating. And granted, I had major hip surgery, guys. So like we can we can pause because I need to give myself some grace for that. But there were other things that I could have been doing. I could have been participating in bundles. I could have been teaching masterclasses in other groups. Like there's a lot of other things I could have been doing. But I didn't because I wasn't really seeking opportunities to make sure that I was getting in front of people who could potentially be my ideal audience, right? And so I think this is something that needs to be a piece of your strategy constantly for growing your podcast. Even if you have a goal and you hit that goal for like downloads per episode or whatever that is, you still need to be working on how am I going to get more people? And the other thing too is if you are seeing audience churn, then go back to the first mistake I made, which is not looking at your content and the data, right? So now, since all of that has happened and I've realized how important visibility is, it's something that I have been trying really hard to do and I'm still not perfect at it. It still feels like a lot. My schedule is very tight and trying to schedule podcast interviews and and coffee chats and things like that is difficult and not always easy. And there are weeks where I will look at my calendar and I'll see how many interviews I have or how many calls or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, (laughs) to be honest. But the thing is, is I know that by doing that, I'm helping and working towards building not only my audience, but my business as well. And that's what motivates me. And none of this is done disingenuously or inauthentically, right? Like I am out there trying to meet people I've met so many amazing business owners who offer so much, not just for me, but for my audience. And really, like, that's the perspective you have to take. Like, I want to bring my audience more, and I'm able to do that by meeting people. And and I've done some podcast swaps. I'm doing some bundles, and it just feels like that has really helped kick up the momentum in my business and with my podcast as well. So, you know, don't get too complacent with your audience because there's nothing that guarantees that they will always be there. Are your podcast episodes set up to help you sell your membership, group programs, and consulting services? And I'm not talking about selling it in a sleazy way. I'm talking about creating episodes that are engaging, create connection between you and your listeners, and highlight your expertise. To start creating episodes for sales, get my free guide by heading to wildhomepodcasting.com slash sales. Now, the third mistake I made is around SEO. So I had rebranded my podcast. I can't even remember when it was the first rebrand, but it used to be the Wild Home Podcast, which is the name of my company is Wild Home Podcasting. 
And the podcast, it just didn't feel like it was describing what the podcast was. And so we changed it to a podcast name that I felt like was more aligned. And I believe we did a whole episode on this, so we'll link it in the show notes because I think this is a pretty important point to make. But one thing that occurred when we changed the name that first time is it had really bad SEO. I think it's because it had the word podcast in the title and not much else because it was called Podcast Your Business. And I didn't really look at that. Like I didn't take the time to see how I was showing up in the searches and how I was showing up as a suggested podcast for their podcast. And one thing I realized, you know, when we started actually looking at why are my downloads going down or why are they staying down, was that my podcast was very hard to find on the app. I even think somebody had told me that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I drug my feet changing my name forever, which is okay. Like I knew it needed to happen. But when I finally did it, it was like an immediate result. It was an immediate, I think not only for SEO, but I think it also put a lot of new energy into my podcast. We kind of did a lot of things at once, like not just the name and the content. It all kind of happened at once. So it was like this energy surge to the podcast. But I think that SEO piece has been really helpful for discoverability. And so the mistake here that I'm trying to point out is not paying attention to your podcast SEO. So specifically in titles, the actual name of your podcast, your description, all of those places should have keywords that would make you findable on the app for what you want to be known for. And so, you know, take a look at that. What are people searching for to find your podcast and similar podcasts? When you go look at similar podcasts, what are some keywords they're using in their titles? You know, are you showing up in the right category? All of those things are important as well. And I just forgot to look at all that, which is so funny because I do it for my clients all the time, like all the time. <laughs> and so, like I said, I knew that my podcast needed to be changed for SEO purposes for other things. And I t- it took me a while to get there because I needed to find the right name and that's okay. But when we did change it, we've we've seen a lot of momentum and it's also suggested with other podcasts that are really great. And so it just feels so much better and I feel like I'm showing up so much better in the apps than I was before. So I mentioned I had a bonus mistake. So as I was scripting out this episode, and I knew what I wanted to talk about before I started working on my script, as I was writing out my script, this mistake actually popped up and reminded me that I had done this too. And this one is that I had been using the same lead magnet for a long time, like a really long time. So my audience had heard about it over and over and over again. Remember when I said we want to try not to be too repetitive? (laughs) So it's interesting because not only was my content needing a re-energization, but I really feel like my lead magnet did as well and needed something new, something different, something that was going to work better with the episodes and also just everything, like thinking about that whole customer journey, that path that they take through my business. And this is actually something that I didn't really realize was an issue until recently, And one of the reasons being is, I mean, that opt-in had done really well for me, that lead magnet had done really well for me. But the problem was, like I said, I had mentioned it a billion times, but it also was more of a how and less of a why product. And so 
people were able to do the thing that I was saying that they needed to hire me to do with my lead magnet, right? So it was really important that I change it, but it also really helped with the podcast as well. And I think, you know, I know that we shouldn't necessarily be creating new lead magnets all the time, but I have been thinking about this a lot, how, you know, having one or two kind of main ones that you rotate in your episodes might be a good way to go. I'm still thinking a lot about the strategy on this one. But if you have had one and you're like on your 150th episode and it's been the same one the whole time, it might be time to shake it up. I do think that when people are listening to podcasts, when they hear something being repeated, they tune it out. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I mean, like, it's the same when I'm watching TV and a commercial comes on that I've seen before. I won't watch it. Like, I tune it out and do something else. I feel like the same is with podcasts. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, and he was talking about something that I've already heard him talk about a lot. I knew exactly what it was. So I just kind of zoned out. I didn't listen to it. I may have even skipped ahead. I'm so sorry. But that's the point I'm trying to make is like because it had been heard so much, it was time it was time to shake it up and do something a little different. So that was a really, I think, a really great move for me to update my lead magnet. And a special shout out to my mastermind for encouraging me to do that. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that goes along with the podcast because we had updated and changed the content and we needed the lead magnet to match. And so when you are working on all of these things, you have to look at all the pieces together. So the moral of the story here is that you have to be paying attention and you have to understand what your goals are. And this isn't a set it and forget it for two years kind of thing. You need to be constantly reevaluating what's working and what's not. You know, even if you do it quarterly or every six months, like, podcasting is a long game, but we want to make sure that we're not waiting too long to make decisions about it. And so it's totally okay to look at, you know, what's working and what's not and and take some risks, you know, switch some things up, make some changes, you know, because you have a goal. I have a goal. There are things we want to accomplish. And if our podcast is going to help us get there, we have to treat it like a piece of our business. And you wouldn't let anything else in your business sit and not reevaluate it, right? And so it's the same thing with the podcast. And so I just want everyone to take from this. Like it's totally, totally <laughs> okay to take some risk and reevaluate. And you can change things. Like you absolutely can. And one more thing I want to point out, you know, I think when you're in a situation where it feels like the downloads are just not there, it can be really hard to show up and to sit at the microphone and record an episode. Like, who is going to hear it? And when you set a goal for your podcast and you start taking action that's going to help move you forward, it makes these quiet times in your business, in your podcast, so much easier and so much more motivating. I am now more motivated than I have ever been to get my message out there, to create new things, to create content that I hope you're going to love because I have very specific goals. I have a very specific end game for what I want all of this to, to lead to, right? And, you know, just remember when you're in those quiet moments, 
like, and it feels like you're shouting into the void. As long as you are taking action to move forward, it's going to move forward. And sitting back and being complacent and feeling sorry for yourself isn't going to make things move in the direction you want. And so I definitely had a moment where I had to like pick myself up by my bootstraps. There's another phrase to age myself and say, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to take this lying down. I'm going to make some shifts and make some changes because I have really important work to do. I have people I want to help and I really want to make that happen. And so at the end of the day, I've been able to bring my downloads back up. They are not to the number where I want them yet, but we are seeing consistent growth every week with every episode, and I'm getting very close to my first goal that I had set for myself, and I know that that is going to make getting to that second and third goal so much easier. And so I'm really excited. It feels like the momentum is back. Things are moving forward. I'm excited about my business. I'm excited about the podcast again. And so I just have to remind myself, you know, this is not the time to get complacent or play small. We are making things happen, people. And so I hope that this helps you too as you're working on your podcast and you're saying to yourself, you know, oh, this isn't working or I don't know if it's working. You know, just remember, like, always be looking at your content. Always be working on getting yourself in front of new audiences And, you know, pay attention to all those little pieces, the SEO, the lead magnets, the show notes, all of those things working together can really, really help you move towards the goals that you've set for yourself, for your podcast, and for your business. And I cannot wait to be back on the next episode because this content is just, I'm loving it. And I hope you are too. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for listening to Share, Strategize, and Shine. To give your own podcast some shine, Download my free podcast guide to creating episodes for sales by heading to the link in the show notes. Be sure to leave a review and connect with me on Instagram for more podcast strategy insights. Until next time.